1: Hoop Ballers! Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls. And the area around them. Let's talk about Manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code HoopBall20 H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 Use the promo code And go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn, like the Lawn Mower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the Razor. Full, long battery life. Then... Check out the weed whacker, bring that out of the shed, use it on your shrubs, cut down what you need, down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology, just like the lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery and best news of all, these things are waterproof, so that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah. That's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. Mybookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article and the wager pass, as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, mybookie.ag. Use promo code hoop ball h-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. We have today in sports betting. Welcome back <clears throat> to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, or uh, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter, of course. And hey, um, make sure to go to hoop com and look at all of the free as well as the premium content there. Um, a lot of people locked in the playoff hunt right now for fantasy basketball. Uh, Aaron Bruski and Dan Bespris, president and vice president, respectively, they're very successful at this fantasy basketball thing. They win thousands of dollars a year doing it. That's putting it mildly so. We've got award-winning rankings from Brew. We've got some great articles by Dan an award-winning podcast by Dan. You know, we call him the podfather. So make sure to check our whole team out. We've got some great guys in the wager pass, if that's your thing, for 33 cents a month. Less than a latte is the way I like to put it. And um, come join the Discord servers. We talk and chat, and we get in there a lot, and it's really fun. We juke and jive, and we have a good time. So come on by. Try it out for a month. Let us know what you think. Tell us what we can get better at. With that being said, I'm going to get it at the top of the show. Let's talk about those five-star reviews because there is cash tied to those five-star reviews. Let's go ahead and get some five-star reviews in on the show. I'd like to see at least 10 words. You know, Apple uh, Music or whatever product it is that you get this uh, fine podcast on with Apple is... Um, They have a little bit of an algorithm. We're almost top 15. I want to be a top 12 by, oh, say what? Next month is May. Heck by the end of next month, you know, I would love to be top 12, top 10 always, but you know, uh, steps and bounds and your help and your support will help us. So it's, it's selfish. I know it's a personal goal of mine, but you know, um, I love interacting with the listeners and the more that we get and the more reviews that we get, the, the more ways I get to interact with you. So best way is in the discord though. And then on Twitter, very active on Twitter, go to the show's profile. Also, that sounds weird. Sounds like 2008s, right there. Go to my profile. Um, Hoopball gaming at Hootball gaming on Twitter. So, and then there's a motherboard at hootball tweets. You know, if you just want to check and follow all of it. We got team specific coverage. Hootball heavy intro. I know, I know. Usually I quick hit the intro, and hey, and I recorded the promos separately. I put the promos in and the different recordings. So get your manscaped and my bookie reads um, there. Um, you know, still same show. Just opens up a little more room for content, unless I babble like this. So um, Today, obviously, MLB, NBA. We got a pretty heavy slate. But hey, NBA, lots of stuff's going on. So let's take the NBA betting and stuff a little lightly. I'm already light on NBA. But hey, I have success on TallySight and what I track in the Action Network, uh, my personal use. If you're not following it, you can find it. I'm easy to find on there. I don't puff and promote it because they are not technically an affiliate, but I do love the tool. I know a lot of folks within the industry that use it. Um, you got to check it out. And that's the way you're going to get most of my stuff. So, I mean, last night I had 11 wins and, you know, we profited, I think it was about 4.22 units. But the last 30 days I'm up, third, almost up almost 30 units, I believe on the stuff that I pick on the action. And the action is actually kind of where I build my basis when I'm looking at a card because um, it's accessible. Um, I'm lazy. And that's just kind of where I start. Uh, I'm allowed to get a lot of different lines. Uh, They usually get up there real quickly. Um, You know, you don't actually place bets with it. It's a tool, like I said. So that's usually where I go with that. NBA, though, a lot of stuff happening with the Bulls. Zach Levine just put on the health and protocol list because COVID. Um, they're going to contact trace the Bulls. So, as of right now, we don't know. So, tread lightly, um, and I think that speaks true volume for the rest of the NBA and the NBA in general because it's high volatility right now. And um, on the other note, baseball, though. Baseball is something that's happening that we're getting in. Um, I'm actually about to come out of the laboratory for baseball. I've been kind of dormant, as our premium folks would know. And I have mentioned this and I've apologized, but you know, uh, I got in on the free plays recently, went on a little two and one run, went two and oh my first two. Um, had a Royals play in there. Um, so, yeah. I would say, look out for more picks and game write-ups and analysis to come. Beginning of baseball season's super duper hard. I ain't going to use that as an excuse, but we're seeing stuff like the Braves and the Yankees and um, a lot of these other te- you know, uh, teams that we didn't think were going to do too well um, popping out early, so it- it's good to get that stuff out of the way and then get some true data. This is all still good data. You've heard me preach about it before in past shows and different stuff. Um, don't get me wrong. All baseball is important baseball. All 162 matters. But sometimes you go into the lab for uh, six or seven of them. So that's going to be fun. Got some new angles to look at. Figuring out what I am really bad at. Figuring out what I'm really well at. Um, above average. And figuring out what I'm going to target to optimize um, y'all's winnings. So, really, really love scrubbing the value within the cards, and um, like I've talked about before, sports betting market, you know, strategy is very, very important. Understanding the psychology within uh, sports betting. So, gonna approach that within today's card and. As of right now, recording this at 1143 on a Friday morning. Happy Friday. I don't know if it's good Friday, but it's a happy one. It is Friday. And um, if you hear stuff in the background, I'm lightly playing some tunes and uh, just been listening to some good stuff lately. And as I talked about a couple shows ago, uh, I've got that interest in maybe doing like a side music podcast, so i you're gonna get like a little I guess tangent feed from time to time throughout the show. I don't know. just let you know if I get distracted that is why. Fear not though um so the Chicago Cubs are gonna be playing, and right now they're losing a lot, so not really looking forward to it um the I'm a Chicago Cubs fan or me claiming Cubs fandom is up to 10 for the season. I believe if anyone cares enough, we can fact check that all the way back. So, um, do I really have to talk about the Cubs? I'm not sure if I want to, but I'm gonna, because it's important and y'all probably want to hear about it. I mean, uh, the Braves. I, th- I think the Braves are going to win outright. Obviously, I mean, the Cubs just flipped to the favorite because of the pitching change that happened very early this morning. Kyle Wright got thrown in there because Dan uh, Drew is it Drew Smiley or Dan Smi? Drew Smiley was in there, um, yanked, had forearm stiffness or something, um. So I'm looking at over eight. But as far as TallySite goes, and for newer listeners, hopefully we have a new one every day. TallySite is our bread and butter. You know, they are our affiliate. You know, they're our brethren. And they're building something great. A wonderful platform for sports betting analysts and just sports analysts in general. Professionals. Throughout all of the industry, you know, folks from CBS Sports and ESPN and ESPNU and sub, you know, sub networks and um, the Athlon or Athlon, the Athlete and the Athlon Sports, you know, all of them, um, us, um, Locked On, the Locked On Podcast Network. So it's a place that eventually individuals will be able to go and see all of this Um So you're going to be able to have a database of all these professionals um, individualized and it tracks all of our picks, you know, like last college football season, I was the number one analyst out of, I think there's like 97 that qualified for picking coastal Carolina football games, finished number one overall, um, picking Shannon Clears football games. So that's really great data to have, especially if you have, Um, a network that you're loyal to, or, you know, if you just want some overall general great insight, I use it for my handicapping. You know, I'm not even going to lie. So let's talk more about the Braves and the Cubs. Um, Over, obviously, um, it's in Wrigley. Sure, it says the wind's blowing in, but it can change. These guys that are pitching, Zach Davies. All right, so sure, he has an 11.04 ERA um but i think in the second start he had like a 35 or something like i could look it up and tell you um but he just didn't um do anything his uh second start so that i think is going to come down obviously but i don't think it's going to be enough especially paired with the cubs bullpen being down a couple guys excuse me um to hold off this Braves offense that I think we saw the awakening of, you know, last night, the huge important bats that needed to get going for the Braves got going last night in clutch situations in that rubber match against Miami. And, you know, they ended up, they being Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies and Freddie, or or not Freddie, but Mr. Acuna, Ronald, um, all got it going. So um, I expect them to get, another good look against the Cubs. The thing is, I mean, Davies can have some good starts. We saw it before in his past games in uh, San Diego it was, I believe. So, I don't know. That's something to keep an eye on. This is the sole lone 1 o'clock early afternoon uh, or before 2 o'clock baseball game. The rest, we have evening slate tonight. We got some series starting. We got... Uh, actually, do we have any series ending? Nope. Looks like Just some series starting, some game twos. So, yeah. Braves, I think you take them today on the money line if you want. Um, I think that's the look. And then stronger look to over. I know it's at eight and a half in some spots, so definitely shop around. Um So, I got to get a jump on it if I want to get this out to you guys before the start of this game. So, there we go. There, there's my thoughts on that game that I spent too long on. Diamondbacks, Nationals. um Got this, I believe it's I can never remember. Yeah, Taylor. I can never remember. It's Taylor or Tyler. Taylor Widener. This Diamondbacks pitcher is um well, I mean, he's He's a young prospect, but he's starting off this year pretty well. Uh, Right now, still at a 2.45 ERA. Um, Obviously, still very early. He's going up against uh, Max Scherzer, uh, Mad Max. So, um, I don't know. We've been seeing these big-name pitchers getting roughed up and rocked early this year. So, I'm thinking I'm going to do something crazy, and I'm doing this off the cuff, and this is just typically just – I'm just looking at it. Um, Honestly, I haven't spent too much time on this game. I haven't looked at any numbers, but baseball speaking. You know, Scherzer starts pretty slow usually um, on the season, and he's got almost 4.0 ERA right now. This Diamondbacks lineup, they are actually hitting right now. I got to give them credit because I said that they were the dog poo team of the team or team of the league a couple weeks ago or a week ago. So, um, just gonna do a quick MLB preview. I was looking to see who has some exposure to Max Scherzer because I, you know, we hit in Discord, um, I can't re- remember where else it was posted or who else was a part of it. But over in the Arizona game was easy, obviously. They scored 14 runs in the first two innings. Um, But more importantly, Arizona, you know, we said we were high on their team total. I put that in Discord. I think it was over three and a half. So that was an easy one. Um, There's two games last night where I actually looked at team totals on both sides and took the over, and I think I only missed one bet out of the six total picks. So that's an angle that I'm going to be keeping a more keen eye on moving forward. Um, So um, it's stuff like that. When you sit back and you watch baseball at first, as a fan, you just got to sit back and enjoy and ingest, especially in 2021 after COVID and not having uh, sports for like what a year. So Um, you got to keep the small things in check too. Um, I just wanted to watch a lot of baseball. So I wanted to see what was going on. Uh, so more importantly, this Arizona-Washington game, David Peralta actually hits pretty well against Max Scherzer, um, historically speaking. He has 11 at-bats, so pretty small. I mean, second largest on the team. Not a lot of guys have at-bats against Mad Max. As Drupal Cabrera has 24, but he's not a good hitter, so we won't talk about him. But... Um, mister Pralta Peralta's got two homers, two ribbies. So I think those are probably going to be solo shots. Yeah, his two RBIs are probably, I'm just assuming here. So with that being said, why not just take another whack at a, uh, I mean, I'm already on the over in this game at eight and a half from first looks. A lot of sharp money coming in on the Diamondbacks. And their team total is three and a half again. I mean, in Washington, even if Max Scherzer goes seven innings, hell, eight innings, or if he comes out after – it, if he's not out there for the eighth is what I'm saying. And you give – two innings to this Washington bullpen that's still working folks in and personnel in after their weird start to the season. Um, you know, I think that Arizona, you know, with the power that they have and their slugging that they've got, um, I feel very strongly that they can get over three and a half again tonight. So that honestly right here on the show, let's go ahead and just make that a, a, um, I'm finding it at minus 109, okay? So I'm going to just, we'll take it as a two-unit bet. And we'll go for, we'll we'll collect 3.83 units. So um, there you go. Freebie pick on the show. And then, man, there's actually a really decent slate of games in it. So this will probably be a longer show. So I apologize in advance. Actually, not now, because we got that 120 game. I can't be too long-winded. All right, let's expedite through a couple. Um, <clears throat> Texas-Baltimore, I'm only going to look at the over 8.5. We will leave it at that. N- Milwaukee, I know it's a lot of juice, minus 154 on the money line. Um, Hauser's pitching really well to start the season, so let's see if he keeps it going. That's at 7.10 Central Time tonight. Um this is a wild one, and I knew this was gonna happen, which is why I jumped on it last night. Um <clears throat> should have recorded the show last night. Minnesota started as a plus one sixty three um underdog for some reason. Um they're approaching even money now. I locked in plus one thirty five because I noticed how weird that jump was and I actually was high on Minnesota coming into this game already I like their chances and the way they match up against this A's team or this Angels team this Angels team's been allowing a lot of runs they've been leaking and uh bullpen's been an issue obviously still starting pitching's been a little bit better but you know, we see Heaney here approaching his, I think it's his third start. He's got a seven uh, ERA. So, you know, it, it's hard to uh, hard to not look at the twins in this spot. So, I got twins plus 135. I know it's probably not going to be out there anywhere because this market's come crashing down. But obviously going to be some value in the total. And the over is obviously where I would look. All right. For the newer listeners, again, I'm working on making a play on every Kansas City Royals game and every Boston Red Sox game for the season. And I... For today, what the Royals we'll be looking at. Hmm. Well, I actually don't quite know yet. I was looking at over eight and a half, but this line started at nine and it's gone down to eight. Steven Matz, the lefty, pitching really good to start the season for Toronto. Mike Miner, the lefty. Chris Guccione, the lead ump. Games that he's umped, the under does have a record of two and one. (laughs) <laughs> I do love umpire stats. So here's my thinking. The on-base percentages for these two teams are very, very, very high. I mean, you see, I see Kevin Biggio's questionable that could be playing a part. But I don't... Biggio's not going to account for Well, maybe he does because, I mean, he could hit dingers. He gets on base a lot. I don't know. But look. Carlos Santana, Jorge Soler, Hanser Alberto, Whit Merrifield, Hunter Dozier, and Nicky Lopez all hit over 300 against lefties right now what Merrifield's hitting 364 to start the season alone. Salvador Perez, 302. His OPS right now is 943. 994 for Wit. And then don't forget, look, hey, Benatendi, he hit slightly better against lefties, and he got his back going a little uh last night. Got a lucky little play to get some RBI juice going. But um That could be what it takes to get get it going. So I'm going to hold firm. I know the market move was weird, but I'm going to hold firm with my conviction because I believe there's value in this. So um, over 8.5, we might see it shoot back up. Um, So keep an eye on that. That game starts at 7.10. That's a little weird one, and I like it real quickly Detroit and Oakland let's go over eight and a half. I don't really think I need to talk much about that one. Um, Oakland's getting some guys back in the lineup so their bats are popping. People don't talk about these two teams a lot. Detroit overall upgraded team from the offseason and we're seeing it in the early parts of the season um, had their team to this was the other uh, game that I had the team total uh, stuff on. So actually, while I've got it here, why not? Let's look at it again. Over, hmm, that can't be, right? Frangimontas, I just don't think he's that good. Frankie Montas, they're put. I'm seeing threes out there, two and a halfs threes for Detroit's team total, and it's at even money. I think that's fool's gold, so I'm actually gonna back off that. That gave me a weird vibe looking at that. I don't know. I don't know that that confused me. I was thinking it was gonna be right at the three and a half that it was at last night. So, um, fishy, super fish. Mhm. Hey, uh, this golden song by Harry Styles, pretty decent. Ain't even gonna lie. I used to hate on him because he was in One Direction and all. He's pretty talented, I gotta say, like his music. St. <clears throat> Louis in Philadelphia. You got Carlos Martinez, Zach Eflin. You know, I'm not going to lie. I can't say I have a ginormous opinion on this game. I've not been doing well with the Cardinals and the Phillies betting on them. So this is a, a spot where I'm going to stay away from. You know, if I did pick something or if I had to. Um,. There's obviously going to be a slight lean to the over. Just because of, you know, the bullpen involved with Philly. I mean, they're better, but they're uh, still shaky. And, you know, there's a lot of good bats collectively for these teams. So, Tampa Bay, New York, Michael Waka, 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 Michael Waka, Flocka. And Nick Nelson, my goodness, sounds like a 1970s wrestling matchup. Michael Walker versus Nick Slick Nelson. <laughs> um, honestly, I hate to do this, but I've said it before. You don't have to bet on everything. This, and whenever I say I don't have an interest or a play or whatever on games, I mean, I always have an underlying interest. I'm always looking to watch or listen to on the radio, you know, the games. So you, there's always stuff to, and I'm, I'm looking at the lines. And if I just can't squeeze comfortable value out of it, then I'm not really looking to pick that fruit up. I'd rather spend my efforts elsewhere. More efficiently. I'm not saying it works, it's perfect or whatever, uh, but it works for me. Um, and I, it's kind of what I'm trying to craft. So there's a really fun series starting off tonight. And I, man, wasn't expecting Boston to be this heavy of a favorite. Minus 115 for the Red Sox at home. They're going up against Dylan Cease. He's looked a little deceased to start this year. He got lit up a couple times. And I got to make a play on every Red Sox game of the 162. Let's look and see. I'm going to scrub this game. This one we're going to go a little deeper into. All right. So I'm going to start my process here because I really do want to make a good, sa- savvy play on this game. So I'm going to look for some advantageous angles. I mean, that's always the way to do it, always what we're looking to do. But with Nick Pavetta on the mound, he has really good off-speed stuff. And I think he can... But this is what I want to confirm. This is what I'm digging into. Um, His... Off speed stuff, I think, can neutralize the power of the White Sox bats. So there's only six combined at bats for the Boston hitters against Dylan so Not a lot of familiarity there. That usually is a down tick for me. I don't really, I like, if I'm looking for something like this, I like for there to be. Sample size, you know, I want to see that someone's done well against a batter or a hitter. These offenses are both powerful, that's for sure. Boston with a decent advantage in slugging percentage. In total bases per game, they get about three and a half more. Got some strokes playing right now. The adults are talking. Hmm. It seems like since Luis Robert took that fly ball off the noggin, they started uh, playing better defense, the White Sox. Chicago's usually good about limiting their opponents on base percentage. Hmm. Chicago only allows 9.92 opponent total bases per game. That's interesting considering that Boston gets almost 16 total bases per game as an offense. Need to look and see how each team will look to try to get one base or defend the one base percentage angle and the total bases. See how the teams earn their bases. And if we look, let's see. Man, yeah, this is going to be a phenomenal matchup. These teams are so evenly ranked. See, stolen bases will be huge. If Boston can swipe two bags tonight, I think they win. Let's see. Chicago also steals a lot of bases, but Boston defends the base path a lot better. Chicago definitely does not walk a lot of batters. Fourth in the majors with 4.64 walks per game for their opponent. Their opponents usually strike out almost two times before they walk. Boston, though. Boston only allows 9.65 opponent hits per nine innings, and that's second best in the majors. Chicago's the uh, third best hitting team in the majors in regards to hits per nine. Hmm. This is going to be the game of the night for me. This is a really great game, and I'm rolling with the Red Sox, by the way. Yeah, Red Sox minus 150. Not a lot of success for the White Sox hitters that Pavetta's faced so far. I want to see how he does with his off-speed. If he can set his off-speed up early, that's going to be a good look. Like, if, and, and if he struggles with his off-speed... That would be bad. (laughs) He's gone at least five innings both times out. He only gave up two hits. He's got to cut the walks out. He went five innings, two hits in his last start. Got the win. Four walks, four strikeouts. Yeah, can be having a lot of walks against this White Sox team. They'll make you pay for it. That's for dang sure. I'm trying to, man, we ain't got time to. I would love to dig into just like his pitches and the percentages that he throws and all that stuff. I'd have to find another resource for that right now. I've just got my core numbers up right at the moment. Yeah, so I'm rolling Boston on that when they're at home. It's hard to go on the road and win in professional sports. And that's that. That's my rationale. San Francisco and Miami. San Francisco minus 134 in the money line. Over under 8.5. Got some shade to the under at minus 115. It's not moved from the opening number. Miami's getting a lot of looks. A lot of money, a lot of bet numbers, tickets, money. I actually got uh, Miami plus 122. I remember looking at this one last night. Even though Miami lost that, excuse me, that game against uh, the Braves last night, I still like what I saw. And we got... Anthony Descalafani pitching for the Giants, it stinks that he doesn't pitch for Cincinnati now because I used to love watching him give a home run up every time, or two, every time he pitched at Great American Ballpark. It was such an easy DFS fade. It was a prop bet fade. It it, it was just so easy. You know, it was, excuse me, it was so fun to try to find the guy that was just going to hit a dinger or two uh, off of a uh out of the Great American Ballpark. But this is Marlins Park now. It's a dome, so maybe he gives up some home runs, especially early on. It's what I've always noticed with Anthony. He gives up some early, early long balls. <clears throat> and he usually walks guys before he does it. looking at over eight and a half and I like the I like the Fins the Marlins I talk about Houston Seattle it's at 9:10 it's right there with the Rockies Dodgers Just rolling Houston uh, money line. And then over eight. So. Going to be quick on that one. I'm telling you, I'm back in this Houston team. I I think they win the World Series. Um, I said Clemson was going to win the national championship. though. So I mean, take that for what you will. Um, And I picked the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So, uh, fade with caution. But last year, I predicted almost every divisional winner. So. um, And I put couple good futures in. Um, had Tampa Bay to hedge my Astros ticket. Uh, that's another discussion. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Speaking of great American ballpark. <clears throat> Cleveland opened as a favorite. They're now plus money. Logan Allen on the mound, the lefty on the bump for the Indians. Jeff Hoffman. One and one with a 3.86 ERA, the right-handed slinger. Cincinnati has been trending down, in my opinion. Hmm. It's at nine runs. I know it's great American, but not expecting a lot of heavy wind. Logan Allen's not a terrible pitcher. I believe. Yeah, that's what I thought. This Reds lineup usually have their fair share of issues against lefties. the indians much more efficient as far as ops i think we're starting to see this reds team downtick a little they started super hot red hot reds hot sorry i had to um let's look at the under yeah. yeah i mean why not like i i mean this is a not i wouldn't call it a dart throw i don't like to think any of my plays are dart throws but this is something that just it stuck out to me like it was value as I was scrolling. Um, kind of the scenario here. Um, I mean, if you're a trends person, Cincinnati is five and zero at home. Five and zero ATS at home. The Indians are 7 and 10, or 7 and 3, straight up in their last 10, though. I mean, they're not playing bad. They're 500 on the road. 4 and 1 to the over for the Reds at home. Three and seven last 10 for the Indians over under. You know, three and seven to the under. Maybe Cincinnati strikes out a lot. (laughs) Let's look at some strikeout percentages. Just real quickly. I'm not doing a deep dive on this one. Um, 8.25 strikeouts a game for Cleveland. Uh, That's their offense. Same for Cincinnati. Cleveland 12th ranked with 9.5 strikeouts a game. Opponent strikeouts per game. Cleveland strikeout percentage of 23.3%, which is 12th best in the MLB. That's their bats. Cincinnati. Man. All right. So, I mean, here's something to watch. If we're expecting a downtick, we're probably expecting a few more strikeouts. So far, Cincinnati's been the fourth best strikeout percentage offense, but also the number one home run percentage team. Do your math. If they start hitting less home runs, strikeouts are probably going to go up. And Cleveland is a top 10 pitching staff and opponent strikeout percentage per game, where I just overall, I didn't need to say per game, 27.1. They do not allow a lot of extra bases. They're number one also in the majors at 4.8%. Opponent on extra base percentage, extra base hit percentage. Try that again. Wow, didn't realize that this Cleveland... Staff was number one in four different categories. Opponent bat pib, which is a good peripheral stat. Opponent on base plus slugging percentage. Number one, in opponent slugging percentage. And number two, in opponent on base percentage. I mean, I think this Cleveland team can hold down this uh, Cincinnati team, this Cincinnati offense. I think they can get their bats to be a little heavier. So... Let's roll with that. I like that. That's a cool one. Nice little funky uh, random bet. Wasn't initially looking at putting that on my card. Let's wrap it up real briefly. Um, Dodgers, Padres, Walker Bueller on the mound, Bueller, Weathers, the lefty don't know much about this kid, Ryan Weathers. Um, I want to first. No, 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 no. Nope. nope. See, this is what I was working on. I don't need to do first five stuff. So if you want first five stuff, you got to talk to Blake at Blake. LaWatch. get at him. He's your guy. He's our guy. We got a guy. See, see what I did there? I, had to, I, did, I almost jumped right into first five territory. That's what I've been working on, y'all. Trying to develop that discipline. By the way, Long Line of Cars by Cake from Comfort Eagle is playing right now. If you like trumpets, you'd probably like Cake. He's very monotone. I'm very monotone. So if you like this podcast, um, I don't know. I don't know if you like podcasts based off the person's voice. But if you find my voice okay, you probably find his alright too. Then, yeah. Let's watch this Dodgers-Padres game one. Uh, let's just see. I would probably look at a Walker Buehler strikeout prop. Um, not a huge opinion though. Mets Rockies, Degrom going up against Mister Chichi Gonzalez. It's in Colorado. So, of course, we got to take the over, right? How ballsy would it be to take the under five and a half Mets team total at Coors Field? I'm getting it at even money, some spots. Plus 101 in uh, one spot. Would it be dumb? I don't think it would because uh, the Mets don't really ever score runs when DeGrom's on the mound. And this Mets team's just not, I mean, they've been flat. They've been really flat. I was looking to do a team total under on their game the other day, but it got postponed. So here's my chance to do it again. I know, it's only six runs, but I don't know, I just don't see it with this Mets team. Okay. Transition over to NBA real quickly. Real, real quickly. I mean, super brisk. Um, and then I will be uh, getting along my way. Because um, there is a 2 p.m. game uh, Pacers, Jazz, I'm looking at under 233 and a half. Um, it's a big number. The Jazz play really good defense. They haven't uh, had a lot of guys that they would like to have. They're getting some people back in, in and out, you know. So I'm looking for that to be the case. I, I You know, could be a blowout. So... Right now, Pacers getting 10. That's a lot. Uh, that is a 2 o'clock game, so that's kind of cool. The uh, Oklahoma City-Detroit game, don't touch it. Not for me. Clippers-Philly, not for me. I know this is going to be boring. Charlotte-Brooklyn, over 222.5. I'm going to roll with that. I do like that. And shout out, you know, pour one out for Marcus Aldridge in his career you know, phenomenal career, career, just couldn't get that damn ring. And, um, you know, it stinks, you know, heart issue, but he was a great player. I remember being a very young kid, watching him play, um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma state, you know, on ABC big 12 basketball, uh, back in the day and, uh, him at Texas, him, I want to say um, uh, Michael Redd, I think, was before him. But he played with a couple other really talented guys. Um, Did did him and KD play with each other? No, they didn't. There's no way they did. Because KD only played that one year. Aldridge was not there, was he? I don't know. That's a big tangent. Texas basketball used to be really good. Orlando, Toronto. Um, I'm pointing this one out because it's got a weird fish vibe. 219 and a half has gone down to 212 and a half, and this is all due in part to just who's in, who's at. There's gonna be so many late scratches this part of the NBA season. So, like I said, approach with caution. If you're a heavy NBA better and you want some good stuff, get at our guy at VM Center. Um I'll give you some intuitive plays and in what I see with the market and with the way teams are performing and just kind of based off general knowledge. I'm not a deep dive NBA guy like the rest of our squad. Vince, uh, Dan, Brew, I mean, they're, they're golden. Denver, Houston was looking at the over of 2265 half. Um, Denver can score a lot of buckets. I know Jamal Murray's gone, but a lot of uh, really great young talent. And then one of our guys, Riley, has some really great uh, prop bets for this game, too. Um, and Keith Ginsburg Jins- uh, uh, had some props in this as well. Find those guys. Um, Memphis, Chicago initially was on my card. It's gone because of the Zach Levine COVID stuff. Or not, I can't say that, but. Health and protocol, whatever it is. Um, Miami, Minnesota, uh, Miami minus six and a half kind of caught my attention, but then I transitioned to under 221 because I think this could be a blowout, you know, like a 90 76 kind of stink fest type thing. Portland, San Antonio, two teams that Lamarcus Aldridge played for. Look at that. Um, no, no play. Yeah, I had to think about it. Dallas, New York Knicks. I suck at get, picking the Knicks so um, and against them. So let me lay off this one. I would look at maybe the under of 211. It's come down a point from the opening line, and I could see the interior uh, of these two teams being key I mean, you got Nerlens Noel and Kristaps Porzingis playing against each other that have been with both of those franchises. Um, Alec Burks. Uh, I mean, there's just like all sorts of um, inner workings there. Some guys that know each other really well and their tendencies. So I think some defense will be played, um, and that interior is going to be a grind fest. I mean, you got Tom Thibodeau and you got Rick Carlisle. Pretty, uh, two pretty <laughs> two good indicators there. So, like I said, real light, light brushing of the NBA card. Going to wrap it up so I can get the show edited so we can get it out. Going to be cutting it close to that 121st pitch for the Cubs game. But I think we are going to get it. So, I will uh, talk to you a little later on. Make sure to be safe today. Have a, have a wonderful Friday. I'm sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. don't forget though you've got to get in contact with us if you need help with anything, if you need advice, if you need angles or whatever if you whatever if you need help joining up with hootball something if you want to talk on a show anything at dale e w o seven or at hootball gaming on the twitter sphere and then you can also find us um well, here, and the website, hoop-ball.com. So that was Today in Sports Betting. We will be back, and hopefully you will be also.